Hi, and welcome to the Uncredible Podcast. I'm Brad, joined as always by my co-host, Jake. Brad, it, it feels weird, man, because we recorded last week, I think on when, no, Tuesday or Wednesday? Uh, it- Tuesday, I believe. I think we put it out Wednesday. So it, it just feels like less, obviously, not just feels, it's actually true, less time has gone by. And so it, it just, it feels closer together. It's just different. Yeah, it. You know, I, I feel pretty good. I put a lot of effort this last week into communicating more. I texted you back. I did some Marco Polos. You didn't respond to really any of my text messages. And um, I even hold on, Brad. Ahead. I, I want to publicly thank you okay. for we uh, we got an Airbnb down in Kentucky uh, with mm-hmm. with my family over the weekend, and uh, you were kind enough because you live close to uh to let our dog out so we didn't have to pay for a kennel which Mm -hmm. uh which was awesome so brad thank you for being a good friend you're welcome happy to do it anytime although i was pretty disappointed because i left funny videos for you on your ring doorbell every time i came over i intentionally got in the uh in the motion zone and did some dances and uh, nothing, no response at all. I, I knew that you were with your family, so I didn't want to interrupt and, you know, text you and all that stuff. But I knew that you'd get the ring notifications and still either you didn't watch them or you didn't care. And that hurt my heart a little bit because I was going above and beyond to try to be a good friend this week after you called me out last week for being a bad friend. And, and that's the thanks I get. Just no response. Unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. So full disclosure, I don't ever check the ring doorbell. Like if someone ring, like it's on my phone, but I think I have notifications turned off. Uh, Sierra is more of the um, voyeur, I guess is the word uh, where, where she spies on people through her doorbell. Uh, <laughs> In that case, I, I did not know that. Uh I would like to publicly apologize to Sierra for mooning your ring doorbell <laughs> because I definitely did that. Uh, Candace does not have the ring app set up on her phone. She didn't care when, when I bought it. And so I'm the only one that sees those notifications. And for whatever reason, I just assumed that that was the case for you too. So Sierra, I'm very sorry that you had to see that. I definitely thought that that was just going to Jake. So uh, Definitely not. I, definitely just to Sierra. Speaking of Sierra and Candace, Brad, yes. we are Sunday Mother's Day. We're recording this episode. So shout out to my wonderful, wonderful wife, Sierra. Beautiful, beautiful person. Wonderful mother. She does so much. She keeps everything together. She handles it all. Um, so shout out to her. And then shout out to my also wonderful and beautiful mother, Beth. I want to publicly uh, thank thank both of them for everything they've done for me for sure and shout out candace uh you're an amazing mom you've put up with a lot uh with me just throughout our marriage but especially these past few months homeschooling the kids on top of your uh, normal responsibilities raising a baby so uh you're you're great i appreciate you i love you shout out to angie mom love you i know you're listening uh, biggest fan of the podcast. I appreciate you listening every week. I'm sorry for all of the things that you've probably discovered about me that you didn't know before this podcast came into existence, but I love you. Thank you for everything and happy Mother's Day. So in the spirit of Mother's Day, I need to tell a story that includes both 
my mother and my wife. And uh, so earlier I said that we went for like a weekend trip with, uh, so it's Mother's Day weekend and also my dad's birthday was yesterday. So shout out to my dad. Uh, happy birthday. And, um, happy birthday, and so Norm. it was kind of a combined little getaway. Um, Daisha, my, uh, my brother's wife has a hookup um, with one of her friends who owns these really awesome like um, cabins, like her dad's some like world renowned biologist. Um, oh, wow. And so he, or is it a geologist? He's an ologist. Um, Two totally different things. <laughs> okay. He's not a geologist. Right. It'd, it'd be a biologist. <laughs> anyway, he is, he's, he's renowned in he's, his field of study. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, he's very smart. <laughs> he's so well known that you don't even know what he does. <laughs> so he owns literally a mountain in this area. And it's like, I forget if it's, I feel like it's over a thousand acres. I could be getting it wrong, but he owns a lot of acres. Um, and so they've, they've kind of made this like natural habitat for like all these different animals. Like the kids got to see a possum. So it was, it was like a fun little getaway weekend. <laughs> What are you laughing at? The kids got to see a possum. Yeah, they have Dude. a pet possum. <laughs> Is this, I mean, I see possums all over. Like we live in Indiana, man. Yeah, there was if like a kids- runt. There was like a runt that they like, they rescued and they've, they've made it into, apparently this biologist says that possums are almost like cats. So um, possums are the worst. Possums I, I are. I, oh, it, I don't trust anyone that would keep a possum for a pet. So well, my, my opinion of this uh, world renowned ologist is already, it's already well, uh, taking a, a, a beating here. It's the daughter and her husband who like have started these like cabins. Well, anyway, it was a great time. The cabins were like super trendy and modern. And there's this, hiking trail. And so one of the things we were going to do is Red River Gorge. Unfortunately, the, um, the actual like natural, it's called like the natural stone bridge. And there's like natural arches that are made out of these sandstones. And, and they're supposed to be like really scenic, really great hiking. Well, with COVID going on, those were all shut down, but they had their own hiking trail like on this property. So, let me set the picture for you, Brad. There okay. is my brother and his wife, uh-huh. not much of hikers, but you know, they're game. They're two children, I think seven and five who have never hiked. This is their first hike. There <laughs> okay. is my mother who is north of, I'm just going to be nice and say north of 50. But uh, okay. if you but you could, I'm not going to say this, but you could skip a decade. Yeah. And so you don't have to say that. <laughs> I don't, but I, I just want you, I'm you trying to set the it. picture. I get it. I get nice it. So, so you're not with a hiking crowd. Okay. I'm wearing an infant, like a, a 14 month old. So I've got uh-huh. her in the carrier and then we've got Sierra and my two kids. Now, of all of this, and then we have my younger brother Sam and his girlfriend Julia, and we have those their, two are hikers. Those two could keep up. Yeah, but they also have their their dog with them on this hike. Okay, so it's 
the mountain we're climbing, because this literally turned into not a hike, it's a mountain climb. It's a 1400 <laughs> foot mountain. Like, I'm not kidding. Okay. And so the previous night when we were talking to the, the lady, um, I forget her name, but she was really chill, really cool. Uh, and she's like, because I kind of scouted it out and it was steep, but it was just kind of walking up a trail. And she's like, did you get to the ropes? And I'm like, no, I didn't get that far. Oh. This was the night before. So previously in some hiking, we've dealt with ropes, but it was never anything too crazy. Um, this turned to be pretty crazy. So, so we, we get up, I think four sets of ropes, like actual, like rock climbing with these ropes. And, and you're doing this with a baby on your back on my front, but yes, with a eight year old, a seven year old, a six year old and a five year old, a dog and my wonderful mother who I love very much. Um, and so we, f- we get to this next set of ropes after we've gone up four uh-huh. and we just all like, there's like this anxiety. Cause like there's like falls where like the children could fall to their death. Oh my there's God. it's, it's intense. It's super Have you guys intense. Ever thought about just going to like a beach or like hang out in a hot tub or yeah, we could have done kind that. of relaxing trip. Okay, so this is the part that, mom, please don't be mad at me for telling this part of the story, but I feel like it's got to be told. We're all like sitting around saying like, do we keep going? Because the problem is we're going up to this like lookout where you can see like the entire area. It's supposed to be just a spectacular lookout. Like we're having to like lift the dog up like because the dog can't climb these rocks. And, you know, the kids are obviously like, little wild animals. They're not listening. They're not, they're like <laughs> getting close to the edge. And then my mom, because I think looking back, we went way <laughs> too fast. Like we just, I mean, like not very oh. many breaks. She gets nauseous and sick on this mountain. Oh. She, she like, she turns white as a ghost. She, God bless her soul. She throws up. Odd, odd top and we're like okay now we've got to get down and yeah. we've got to and and we've got to get all these kids back down this mountain yeah. it was so stressful brad like <laughs> like i i want to feel sorry for you in this scenario but like how did you not think this through <laughs> it wasn't just me what you cannot what put, part you, of <laughs> what part of this sounded like a good idea to you guys like i can was, barely take my kids into target and keep track of them, let alone up a mountain with ropes where they could fall to their death with a I dog, wish, an infant, and a 50-year-old. I kind of regret not taking more pictures, like, so you, <laughs> so I could set the scene, but, like... I wish you would have, like, re- videoed this whole thing and made a vlog out of it, because that uh, would have been amazing. It would have been a story to tell. Like, because it, it starts off not so bad. And then by the time you get up the first couple sets of ropes, you're like, okay, this is getting a little tougher. And then you get up the next couple sets. And then so Sierra actually climbed up the one that we stopped at. And she was like, there's at least three more sets of ropes. And that's when we were like, nope, we're just going to shut it down. It took us like in my head. And the kids thought that their grandma was going to die on the mountain. Oh, it got, no. I mean, and obviously we're like, you know, Oma's fine. She's, she's <laughs> fine. But like I, in the back of my mind, I'm like, if she passes out, 
and I've I've already got a baby on my front. If I've got my mom on my back, like the, it was it, it was intense. It was intense. Like you know, um, so there's a lot of a lot of stress involved. So um, so today we also went hiking. But uh, but we <laughs> why would you go hiking again? But we didn't we didn't go back to the ropes. We 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 kind of knew <laughs> our our limitations. We had learned our lesson. Hey, mom, you feeling better this morning? All right, let's hit it. Come on. <laughs> yeah. So we're burning so, daylight. <laughs> yeah. I I it was it was definitely an experience. I uh, I want to shout out to everyone involved because there was no one got hurt we were totally safe. We're all back in one piece. Uh, and I have to give it to my mom. Like I was, I was impressed how she was able to climb that mountain, like, <laughs> and get up all the ropes. I mean, like it was an impressive thing. Like I'm not, I'm not kidding. And, uh, you would have been proud of your boy cl- rock climbing with a baby on my front. Now, hopefully I don't know that I would have been proud. I probably would have been terrified. Yeah, but <laughs> but uh, but yeah. Now, now I just want to go back and actually make it to the top because I'm interested what uh, what the lookout would be like. So, yeah, I feel like you know maybe you leave the kids with with Oma next time and just you and Sierra go down. Just the adults that are you know young and and more able bodied, and then uh, then you guys are good, man. You can go do the whole trail, see the sights. And uh, yeah, that's, just, that's pretty optimistic to try and take kids and a dog on a trail like that. But, you know, I, I got to say, I wouldn't expect anything less. <laughs> <laughs> Par for the course. Par for the course, Brad. So, oh man, I do need to tell you about the dinner we had last night. It was, Ooh, yeah. it was great. So we stopped at Jungle Gyms on our way down because oh, we go perfect. through Cincinnati. We get some uh, Wagyu steaks. Nice. Uh, okay. For my dad, we got him a Wagyu. But then uh, Sam got us some uh, some prime uh, ribeyes, I believe. Okay, um, and and we grill them up. They were so tender you could cut it with a knife. Um, no, not a knife. Of course, you can cut it with a knife. A butter knife. That, that's what I was trying to go for. So tender. If you had a really sharp knife, <laughs> no problem. Just slice right through. It. <laughs> no, a butter knife. So uh, so then so setting the mood. So we grill those up kids we make some hamburgers um i'm in i'm in charge of the green beans and the uh sweet carrots so that those turned out really good we did some uh some of my mashed potatoes happy with how those turned out and then uh sam uh we did some shrimp cocktail and um and then sam made this mushroom sauce that was just it was killer so um nice and then, then we had some chocolate cake for for dessert. It was, it was the best meal of the quarantine so far, hands. Yeah, down. sounds like it. Sounds like it. I know that your family is definitely a food family, so I imagine you get them all together in a cabin and uh, access to a grocery short grocery store like Jungle Gems, and you're going to get some good stuff out of it. So, man, the the hard part about cooking at like one of those kind of like Airbnbs or like a mm-hmm. rental property is they have like stuff for standard cooking, but like the stuff we were wanting to do, you know, we were definitely improvising. So I was, I was more than happy with how everything turned out. So, um, nice. but yeah, it was, it was just a fun, you know, when you're cooped up for almost two months, not going anywhere and then you get out, and you're actually with your family and you're out in nature, you're having good food. 
it's just it, it feels good. I'm just gonna put it there. Sure, it feels good. Yeah, so. man, I'm I'm definitely jealous that you got to do that. I'm I'm stoked though that everything is supposed to be opening up this week, right? From my Not understanding. Everything. Um, no, they're, but they're like of... restaurants are going to start opening up. I know not all of them are going to open up, uh, but we might have the option to eat inside somewhere this coming week. I'm um, not sure if we'll be able to do it in Indianapolis, but I know the surrounding counties are uh, starting to open things back up, man. I might be able to get back out to a, to a bulldog soon. I'm pretty excited about that. Haven't that, talked about that a in a while. Happy day. Oh man, I'm stoked. Uh, I, I think gotta get we out go to together. TJ Maxx. I mean, life is about to be good again. I'm I'm super excited about it. Let's. Uh, I, I say we go together because I I want to make sure that two people that love liquidation as much as we do <laughs> that that there's no envy. Oh, you went today, or oh man, I missed out. So I feel like that, that that's an activity that that must be done together. A pack for sure. For sure. I'm down. I'm down. Just You just can't make me wait. Like when it opens, I want to be there that day. That day. So, I'm in. <laughs> um, like yeah, Jake. The last thing I want to talk about, uh, unless you have something else before we get into our main topic, and we are going to talk about food again today. I know last week we uh, we switched it up, which I, I think was good. I think it's nice to, to change feedback. it up a little bit. Um, but uh, Jake, I made a pretty large commitment this week. Tell me it was an it. emotional decision. It was a heavy decision, but uh, you know the the hair's been getting thin up top, and uh, over the past couple months, it's been getting significantly worse. Uh, I don't know if it's stress from work or whatever. Maybe it's stress from the coronavirus, but it was getting pretty thin. And decided it was time to embrace the hair loss. Understand that it's never going to come back. So I I shaved off all my hair this week, man. And, I know I'm looking uh, at you on Zoom. And let me say, man, I think it's a good look. I, I, I can't thank you. I can't knock it. Like I, I think it took guts to to go that route. And now that you've done it, and I mean, think about it. Once you're actually able to get to a barber, once they could put a little bit of a natural fade in there, I think yeah. uh it it's I think it suits you. Now my wife, when she saw you, said that you <laughs> looked like a a prison inmate and uh I thought that was kind of funny. So. Yeah, I mean, it, it might help my street cred, you know, help uh, relaunch my rap career with, uh, you know, I'll come out with like uh, like Takashi Six Nine, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll both have a little bit of credibility now. So, yeah, it it was emotional, man. It's it's one of those things, kind of like when you turn thirty, just kind of that weight of like, ah, oh, I'm old now, and it's never going back. Um, but I, I'm I'm happy I did it. The last thing I wanted to be is the guy that was holding on for too long to the hair that wasn't there. So I'd rather uh, cut it off prematurely. And, and actually, I got to say, it, it, I mean, it looks really thin in this light, but uh, it wasn't as thin when I shaved it off as I expected it to be. So I expected it to be, you know, more, uh, have more actual bald spots. No true bald spots, just some really, really thin spots. So I, I felt a little bit better about that. But yeah, man, it was it was a tough call. But I gotta say, if if any guy out there is listening, you're on the fence. You know that it's coming soon. Just just embrace it. Now's the time because everyone's got bad haircuts coming out of quarantine. 
So uh, just go ahead and shave it off and you can claim it was a quarantine haircut. And, uh, you know, that can just be your new look. So uh, highly recommend it. If you're going bald, shave it off, commit. And, uh, you know, I'm going to try to get used to this new look and probably buy a lot more hats. But, you know, we, we did it. We did it. We committed and we're there. So I'm, I'm proud, proud about it. I appreciate that. That's all I wanted. I just wanted some appreciation and uh, acknowledgement for my courageous decision to, <laughs> to shake my head. You, you have it from me, man. I, I'm I'm not kidding. Like I, I, <laughs> That's a tough thing to do. I've thought about it for years and have been too chicken blank to do anything about it. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you are the motivation I need, the little nudge to get me off the ledge and then – Maybe this time next Sunday, I'm going to... There you go. I can send uh, my sister-in-law, Cindy. Shout out, Cindy, is the one that actually cut it. Uh, My wife wouldn't do it for me. So, um, yeah, shout out, Cindy. I can send her over to your house. Uh, If you have a beard trimmer, that's what she used on my head. Uh, So, you know, it's uh, you just got to do it, man. Just got to do it. I'm sure Sierra would love to do it for you. Or I I can do it for you. Just uh, we can meet up. I'll shave your head. And uh, you can shave mine, and we'll just have a head shaving party. <laughs> Sierra's called dibs, so. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, man. Jake, with that, anything else you want to go over before we get into our main topic for today? Brad, I am so excited about this main topic. This is probably my favorite. F- okay, let, let's, let's set it up. Let's, let's go main menu. I'll have the uh, turkey club without the bacon. Uh, I'll have the bacon club without the turkey. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. My boy's wicked smart. Okay, Brad, for this main menu, I am stoked because it's a topic that's near, and I we say it a lot, but I'm just going to throw it out there. We're talking breakfast food today. Top five breakfast foods. And I'm... This is my hot take, but of the three meals, breakfast is the best. And I, I'm I'm not even on the fence about it. I I can say it without hesitation. Yeah, I I would say that uh, the traditional breakfast food items are the best. I I'm not a big breakfast guy myself. I typically skip out on breakfast, but uh, you know, there's a reason brunch exists, right? And that's because breakfast food is delicious. So I'm I'm with you on that. Yeah, no. And I think the foods that we're going to talk about today are not like foods that you have every day, but for sure, when you do have them, I'm also the type of guy, like when I go to a diner and it's got 24 hours a day breakfast, it doesn't matter if we're going there for dinner or lunch. I'm still very likely to be ordering the breakfast off the breakfast menu. So I just love breakfast, man. Yeah, I mean it's it's good. It's good. I mean, I I think most of the breakfast foods that that I love are probably some of the most unhealthy foods, which is probably why they're so delicious, but I'm with you, man. If you're at a, you know, heaven forbid, you have to go to a Denny's. Um, you know, you're still probably going to be pretty happy at the end of your meal if you get that Grand Slam breakfast. So, yeah, I I feel like breakfast is the easiest meal to prepare as well. Like it's hard to mess the, up, right? Like the worst cooks out there can scramble an egg. You know what I mean? Like 
I haven't met too many people that like, I can't even scramble an egg. I can't fry an egg. It's like, okay, you can make yourself an English muffin if you want. You know, it's like you can make yourself a cream cheese bagel. Like, and it's hot take, but you know, even powdered eggs are edible, right? I mean, if you're at a hotel breakfast, you're probably still going to, you know, it's not as good as real eggs. Don't get me wrong. I know I'm going to get hate for that. All the, all the Jake lovers are going to come out and say, I can't believe Brad said he likes powdered eggs. But if you're at a, if you're at a hotel, you're at a Hampton Inn, you go down for breakfast, you're going to get some eggs, even if they're powdered eggs. And yeah, you're probably going to end up still having a, a decent time at breakfast, which isn't going to be the case with a lot of other meals, right? Like if you get a lunch with the really, really low quality ingredients, it's probably going to be, you're, you're not going to leave that meal happy and satisfied. But with breakfast, even the people that do it the worst, it's still edible. So I'm going to, I'm going to leave That's you my on opinion. Island. Okay. I'm leaving you on an Island on that one. Okay. I, I don't want to say I've never eaten powdered eggs, but man, if you've ever had a hotel breakfast, you've had powdered eggs. I know, but I do. I'm not, not look, a, I'm not saying that they're as good as regular eggs. I let no, me make not, that not extremely clear. Not high oh, okay. place. Okay. Well, that's that's my go-to. That's my I'm go-to more of a spot. Hilton guy, so uh so I, I wouldn't know. Hyatt place all day, man. Best right. hotel breakfast. Maybe. Maybe. I don't even know I've, that I've stayed in a Hyatt place. I I've pretty much exclusively Hilton. Hilton, Hampton Inn, Hilton Garden Inn. That's that's my jam, man. So, I think what I was trying to get across is it's the easiest meal to make for the most part. Not that it can't be hard. I mean, people can, can make it hard. But I feel like it's just like it's got the most flavor, the most – I mean, just the most like comfort – like – it's it's comfort food. It's like I, I don't know. There's just something about like a when you actually get to sit down and have a really good breakfast. It's good, and I, w- I do want to throw it out here. Two of your favorite foods, whether of all the types of foods, are breakfast items. That's true. That is true. From and this is just history on the show. You've said bacon and donuts are yep. like one and two, in yep. your opinion, and those are both breakfast foods. So then. It's hard for you to say you're not a breakfast guy. No, I look, I love breakfast food. I just typically skip breakfast. So I'll eat breakfast food any time of day. You know, I, I don't, uh, I don't section it off, segment it to just the morning hours. Uh, you know, big time fan of brunch, uh, big time fan of going to, uh, you know, restaurants that specialize in breakfast food. Uh, go stop by for lunch, get yourself some biscuits and gravy. I'm all, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. And Jake, I will say, if I look back, uh, look back through time, through our friendship together, our, our, our history of hanging out, I should have known years ago that one day we'd be sitting with a food podcast when I was coming over to your house to hang out one night and you slaved over some Gordon Ramsay um, scrambled eggs. You went out and bought the creme fraiche. You bought all the ingredients and you were so excited to have me try this Gordon Ramsay scrambled egg. And it was actually really, really good. But I should have known then that when I was coming over at like nine o'clock at night and you were on batch three or four of the, uh, 
the creme fresh scrambled eggs. I, I should have known that we were destined to sit here and, and talk food uh, and, and an open mic. I, it was a it, it was a foreshadowing event. And when I look back, I think that that was really the moment that solidified that this podcast would would one day happen. And let's just refresh what you said about those eggs. They were the best scrambled eggs I've ever had there you to go. this day. To this day, go. still the best. And the the rye, Undefeated. the toasted rye that you put them on, mm, man, it, it was, was good. It was, it was next good. level. Next level. I'm with you. <laughs> I And I can't even take credit. I just followed Gordon, Re- Gordon <laughs> Ramsay's recipe. So it's not like this was my invention. But uh, but yeah, shout out to Gordon, man. You, you Turns know, you out know he knows what eggs. he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> So Brad, what's let's just dive in, man. What's what's your number five? Yeah, well, since we're talking eggs, uh, I, that's that's a fitting transition because my number five is eggs. So I personally am a I'm, I'm a scrambled eggs guy. Uh, that's typically the way that I order. Um, not as big a fan of like poached or uh, over easy. Um, I will, you know, if you're eating a burger, get a nice over easy egg mm-hmm. on top of that, but. I'm ordering for breakfast. It's scrambled eggs all the way. And uh, that's going to be my number five. What about you? Number five for me, I've been, uh, I've been battling back and forth, back and forth between cinnamon rolls, which I love. Mm-hmm. I mean, the gooey center of a cinnamon roll. There's not many things that are better. But Cream cheese icing? Oh, yeah. Cream cheese for sure. And I'm talking, okay. I mean, like the stuff you get in a can and you make in your oven, that's good. But when you've had like a, like a true homemade cinnamon roll, that's, that's next level. And I'm talking a lot about cinnamon rolls for it to be actually probably falling <laughs> at number six then, but I'm going to go number five, a crepe. And of course uh, you got to have crepes on your list. I do. With as and much as you've talked about crepes, it, it has to be there. It is. And it's so good. And like, that's like the special treat in the sluice household when dad on a Saturday bust out the pan and says, kids, we're having crepes. Like you, you would have thought, I don't know. I, I, I off, offer crack to an attic or something. Cause they, they're, they, they, they get happy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, yeah, so, man. Crepes is a, is a great choice. Now you're more of a, a savory crepe guy, right? No, or do you sweet. typically go sweet, sweet? Okay, uh, sweet okay. crepe. I mean, yeah. But for breakfast, what are you going? What's your go-to sweet. breakfast crepe? I'm I'm doing either peanut butter or Nutella, and then you got to have some bananas and fresh strawberries with uh with some syrup and whipped cream, a little powdered sugar sprinkled on there. That's sweet. So crepe. basically, a bananas foster pancake on the go. Yeah, sure. It's it's. I mean, there's. I don't know. I mean, Nutella, I probably going to say just for the sake of tradition, Nutella is the better way to go, but there's okay. something about so a little bit of crunchy peanut butter on there that you're, you're, you can't go wrong either way. Okay. All right. That number is a, four, uh, that is a good choice. My number four, Jake is sausage. Um, look, I'm, I'm a meat Links guy or patties. I, I, I prefer patties, but I'll eat it. Whatever. Like if you put yeah. sausage on the plate, I'll, I'll yeah, eat it. But I'm, yeah, I'm the same way. Typically go patties. Um, I think I prefer time. patties as well. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, I don't know at the end of the day, it's not that big of a difference. I feel like with the patties though, you get a little bit of that, bit of that, uh, that crispiness from the pan, 
right? All that surface area touching that hot uh, cast iron pan, you're going to get a little bit of that little bit of that crunch, uh, which I like that you typically don't get on the, on the links, but yeah, man, big time sausage fan. Um, not as big of a sausage fan as I am another breakfast, uh, meat that we will talk about later, but sausage is my number four. What about you? Number four for me, I'm going to go bacon. I just bacon's at number four. Yeah. That's how much, that's how confident I am at my other foods. (sighs) I don't, I don't think I like that, Jake. (laughs) You don't have to like it. I'm going to have to hear what your top three are, but all right. Sorry. Go ahead. I shouldn't have interrupted. Bacon's number four. Got it. Well, I mean, because really, honestly, like when you think about it, bacon is the perfect addition to your breakfast, but no one says, oh, you know what I'm going to have for breakfast? Bacon. That's this all you're guy. Gonna- this guy says I have literally fried up an entire package of bacon as my breakfast before. <laughs> that's a pound. That's a pound <laughs> yes. of bacon. That's, yes, it is. <laughs> that's a lot of grease spread. It's not good for you. <laughs> it's not good for me. But if I open a package of bacon, I'm cooking the whole thing, and I'm probably eating ninety percent of it, and the other ten percent goes to my kids. But yeah, I. I can't quit with bacon. I eat it like as it's coming out of the pan and like, I can't, I can't cook it all and then lay it out on a plate. I'm literally eating it as each piece finishes in the pan. And then by the time I'm done cooking it all, there's nothing to show for it other than sadness and grease. So this was my breakfast this morning. Toast. Okay. Layer of cream cheese. Okay. Layer of avocado. Layer of scrambled eggs. Okay. Layer of bacon. That, my friend, is how you do avocado toast. Because we're doing avocado toast. It's Mother's Day. I made breakfast for everyone. Um, so we did pancakes, scrambled eggs, uh, Gouda scrambled eggs, by the way. And uh, and and my dad fried up the bacon. And then we, we did some avocado toast for the people who wanted it. But I love avocado now- toast. Don't get me wrong. But- when you add the little bit of Gouda scrambled eggs and then that thick cut bacon on it, it was delicious. Second best meal of, <laughs> of quarantine. <laughs> now, have you seen that TikTok trend that's going around of the breakfast sandwich where they cook it all in the same pan? They put the two pieces of bread yeah. in and then the fried eggs. I really, really want to try that. When I was a kid, one of my favorite meals, my great grandma would come over. She'd watch me and she would make egg in the hole. Um, so you know, you take a piece of bread, you cut out a little circle in the middle of the piece of bread and then you fry up an egg in the middle. And, uh, man, I loved that as a kid. Well, that Uh, needs to be the new TikTok trend. Come on, bread. Hey, I I need to cook it up. I need to cook it up. But this sandwich is like egg in the hole with meat, which I think would make it way, way better. So, uh, I've been really tempted to try it. Just haven't gotten around to it yet. But that just, when I saw that trend going viral, I thought that that's definitely something that you would have tried by now. I'm a little surprised that you haven't, but I imagine that before too long, we will get a uh, an Instagram live of you making the scrambled egg sandwich all in one pan. Yeah, it's, it's not so much a scrambled egg, though. Like, they don't scramble it. It's more of like that's a... true. It's kind yeah, of like an I, omelet I guess right. style. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, Either way. Fried fried egg style, maybe more fried yeah. egg, but uh, but yeah, n- number four for me. And trust me, I love bacon, man. I, I 
the problem is, is that there's so many foods, like it's hard to stop at five. Like my, my sure. breakfast, it should be like a top 20 because I, I just love breakfast food. But, uh, but yeah, number four for me, bacon. All right. So my number three is one that we've talked about. Really, the rest of my list is stuff I've talked about a lot on the podcast. Uh, but number three is biscuits and gravy. That is my that is my go to breakfast meal. If I'm at a uh, a new breakfast spot, that's how I'm going to judge them is is how well they do their biscuits and gravy because there is a broad spectrum of oh. good and bad biscuits and gravy. Oh, it, it's it's miles between the the crappy biscuit with the just packaged just disgusting barely you can't hardly even consider gravy mm-hmm. that to me is repulsive and then when you have good scrambled it or good biscuits and gravy like your wife makes like my mom makes like a lot of, like you can have a great experience or you can have the worst experience with biscuits and gravy for sure. And I think I'd like to give a shout out here for a local company. My favorite biscuits and gravy in town has got to be Taxman brewery. Their Sunday brunch, their biscuits and gravy are great. So local spot. If you're looking for some biscuits and gravy on a Sunday afternoon, Taxman, they've got two or three locations around Indy now. But uh, they've got great biscuits and gravy. So the be- some of the best biscuits and gravy I've ever had was at um, a restaurant called Zest, and it unfortunately went out of business. But uh, but they, the, the, I don't know if you've ever had this. Have you ever had a sunny side egg with the biscuits and gravy, and then you break the yolk and you mix it in with all the gravy? Oh my god! I have, but not with not with a chicken egg. I had it with a duck egg at uh, oh, where love did we handle. go together. Love, love handle. handle. Yeah, that was great. Oh, dude, that that that's when you're combining everything you love. I love gravy. I love sausage. I love biscuits. I love eggs, and you mm-hmm. get it all together. Like, yeah, that's a great experience. <laughs> it really is. It really no. Is. Yeah, love handle has really good biscuits and gravy for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But big time biscuits, biscuits and gravy fan. Uh, Jake, what is your number three? I too. Um, no eggs is my number three. So like you, I love eggs. I love omelets. I love them poached. I love them fried. I will say I, I love them boiled, but my favorite type of egg is the scrambled egg. And when, and like you said, when you add that little bit of creme fraiche in there with mm-hmm. the, uh, and a little pro tip, do not salt your eggs before cooking them. Like don't mm-hmm. like when you're, when you're whisking them in the, the cup or the bowl, don't add the salt beforehand, add it after. I learned that from Gordon, me and Gordon were tight, you know, we're <laughs> friends. Uh, he taught me that through a YouTube video. Yeah. <laughs> and, and don't uh, forget to take it off the heat periodically, right? Yeah, I do that too. It. Yeah. I, I've learned I've learned my scrambled egg skills have gone up significantly since I uh since I was t- taking Gordon's kind of techniques, taking them to heart and like this guy knows what he's talking about. But uh but yeah, eggs number 3 and I I mean really eggs could be number 1 on 
almost, I, I just feel like they're the perfect breakfast food. Like no matter what, like anywhere you go, like it's hard not to, to add eggs to the, to the mix. But uh, number three for me, eggs. Now, Jake, I want to I want to throw it way, 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 way back. A call back from season one, episode two or three, I think. Uh, but I was watching some YouTube this weekend, and I I wish I could remember, but I wasn't planning on talking about this. But I wish I could remember if it was binging with Babish or you suck at cooking. But one of the two of those channels was doing a breakfast sandwiches uh, uh, recipe, and they included microwaving the egg in their recipe. And, uh, I know we talked a lot about that. Do you still have the gadget for microwaving? I have the gadget. I have Have not used used it. it? Oh, I have used it. Yes, definitely. And I actually think it's actually pretty good, but I haven't used it probably in a couple months to be, to be honest. That's fair. But, uh, you were talking about eggs and it reminded me of that. And I was blown away that, uh, a popular YouTube cooking show would include a recipe with microwave scrambled eggs. So evidently, again, my mom is evidently not on an island like we thought she was. No, this this is common practice. Uh, she's ahead of her time. She she's ahead of her time. So mom, on this Mother's Day, again, I apologize for, uh, and and she did want to clarify uh, that it is my dad who is known around our house for microwaving microwaving the eggs. I always thought it was more of a my mom thing. She got it from my dad. So my dad is the the OG egg microwaver. But uh I I I thought that was interesting. Thought this would be a good time to talk about it. But now I will talk about my number two, which I could talk about for days. And anyone who knows me who's had a food conversation with me knows that I love donuts. And I can talk for days about donuts. And if you've got a donut shop that you would like me to try, please just let me know and I will be there next weekend. Uh, donuts are uh, my, they, they bring me joy. They're my, my life fuel. And uh, there's nothing that I could not say about donuts. So I'm going to go ahead and limit myself there and let you talk about your number two. So this does not become a donut episode. I mean, we have had, uh, and it, we have had a donut episode, so we have. But I, mean, I don't want this to become another one. <laughs> yeah, I, I too love donuts. I mean, of course I do. Like, look at me. I'm gonna. <laughs> I, I've really been. Str- <laughs> I've really been struggling. Not want. I just want to go every day. Like, I wish to God that healthy food tasted as good as bad food. But that's just not the way of the world, not the way it works. But uh, yeah, but yeah, no donuts. I'm I'm with you, and you just feel bad when you're putting a list like this together because there's so many good foods you're leaving off, and and that's that, that's how sure. I feel about this topic. That like donuts should probably be on my list, but do I like it more than you know eggs? It's just I don't know. Maybe, but you know, <laughs> it's from, hard. From- from a marketing standpoint, when we have lists like this, where we're leaving a bunch of stuff off, we get tons of interaction on our Instagram. So, you know, it's probably best that we have a lot of stuff missing from our list. And they're like, how could you not have this? And it's like, <laughs> right. Well, it's, it is subjective, you know, <laughs> but <Right>. uh, <laughs> these are opinions. <laughs> it's not fact. Um, 
But yeah, my number two, Brad, is something we've already talked about, so we don't have to dive deeper into it, but uh, biscuits and gravy. And it's just... I, and maybe I should have dropped it a little because you can have such a bad biscuits and gravy experience. Like on a breakfast bar, like a buffet, yeah. like at a hotel, never do the biscuits and gravy. Like it's Yeah, just, I mean, I'll, I'll power through it, but I, I get what you're saying. It's not an enjoyable experience. It's bad, man. It's so bad. So, but then when you have it and it's, I, I made biscuits and gravy this weekend. And I mean, it's just... It's it's my jam, man. I, I love biscuits and gravy. So number two for me, uh, biscuits and gravy. Okay. And Jake, my number one will come as a surprise to no one. It's bacon, right? Uh, bacon is the perfect meat. Uh, it's sweet. It's savory. It's crunchy. It's soft. It's it's everything that meat should be wrapped up in a tiny little on the go uh, strip that uh, I. I love, love bacon. So bacon is, uh, is, is my favorite food of all time. It's number one. And, uh, I know that's a pretty cliche thing to say nowadays. I feel like bacon has, uh, kind of become, uh, I don't know, almost a meme in and of itself with all the different bacon flavored products out there. Don't, don't buy any bacon flavored lip glosses or anything like that. Just eat real bacon and you'll be happy. That's all you need. You don't need all this this other stuff. Add a piece of chocolate covered bacon once. Don't don't do that. Just just eat straight up bacon. Preferably thick cut. Prefer preferably uh, like an applewood smoked bacon. Preferably something from uh, Smoking Goose. If you're buying local, any place that has Smoking Goose bacon on the menu, order it, eat it. You'll love it. The best bacon I've ever had in my life was at uh, St. Elmo's. They had a root beer glazed, thick cut, applewood smoked bacon from Smoking Goose. It came in the really thick chunks and it was heaven on a plate. So bacon is my number one. What about you, Jake? Well, I definitely agree with you. Bacon is just so good. Um and we still need to get you to milk tooth to experience the bacon that you missed out on that real thick cut pork yeah. belly style. Mm-hmm. Oh man. During quarantine. Now this is my third best meal, but uh, I went to <laughs> love handle and they had many uh, pork belly biscuits and it had like Ooh. a cherry jam with like thick cut pork belly on these like biscuits i'm telling you man it is unbelievable that sounds amazing it was so good um so that's that's a great segue because my number one favorite breakfast food is the breakfast sandwich now i don't like it with toast i want biscuits to be my vehicle to to be the carrier so the biscuit so maybe I should even just call it a biscuit sandwich, but like at home, here's, here's my go-to at home. It's the, just the Pillsbury biscuits. You bake them. Then you have to have a fried egg, American cheese, and either sausage or bacon as the meat. So like the bacon, egg and cheese biscuit 
Now, I'm not saying that like a, not at a fast food restaurant. That's that's yeah. not what it is. But if you get a homemade version of it, or if you get one at like like a place like Love Handle, um, and it, and it's interchangeable. But like, there's just I think I grew up and my mom would make biscuit sandwiches for breakfast, and it's just my okay. favorite. I mean, that is my favorite. So um, so yeah, I'm gonna go with the biscuit sandwich number one because it combines. All the good breakfast foods, biscuits, check, you know, eggs, check, bacon or sausage, check. And then you add cheese on top of it. It's so good. Most sandwiches need a sauce, in my opinion. This is the one type of sandwich that it doesn't need a sauce. No one's like, oh, I I need to dip it in something. I need to, it's... It's a sandwich that does not need a sauce, which is pretty rare. So it doesn't uh, need a sauce, but if you put a little hot sauce on there, it can elevate. I I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I don't I don't need it because I think it's so yeah. good with just by itself. But uh, but if that's what you do, like I think a little hot sauce would make. I'm gonna try it next time. Some some of that sixer right. sauce. Okay. No, number six with cheese sauce. Yeah. What's what's their sauce called? I think that was it. I think it's their sixer sauce. Okay. Something like yeah, that. I need, to, I need to order some more of that. I've, I've I, gone I, through most of the bottle by now, by the way. So that's, that's my, good. that is my go-to for scrambled eggs now. I, uh, I've put away the Frank's Red Hot and I do, do go with the sixer sauce and it's, it's good, man. It's good. Now, let me ask you though, since... Breakfast biscuits are your number one. Say you're in a pinch, you're in a hurry, you're uh, maybe you you've got a long commute to a morning meeting, and you didn't eat breakfast, so you're gonna swing through a fast food place and get a breakfast sandwich. Where are you going? That's tough. Um, I'm gonna. I mean, Chick Fil A. I think that's good okay. breakfast sandwiches. I think Hardee's has a pretty good breakfast sandwich. I know you want me to say Burger King, but I think that's trash. I, I won't. No, you say whatever you want. And I then I will there. say that the croissant witch at Burger King is my favorite breakfast sandwich. Yeah, and I think that's trash. So it is I trash. love croissants, but it's no, like it, it is it is greasy hot garbage. But if I'm in a pinch, uh, that's that's where I go. Or I'll get the McGriddle at McDonald's. I do like the McGriddle. And and I it pains me to even say I like it, but like <laughs> I do like the McGriddle. I, I think <laughs> I think they figured something out there. Like, but uh, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. There's just fast food has it's they do their best, but there's just nothing like homemade biscuit sandwiches. So I don't know. I I do. I'm. <laughs> I don't eat a whole lot of like fast food breakfast because I just don't yeah. think it's it's that great. But you know right. what else we we forgot off here? Like I'm gonna roll down some some things that you tell me. Is this in your like? Do you like it? Eggs Benedict. Okay. Do you like yeah. Eggs Benedict? Do you like uh, bagels and cream cheese? Yes. Do you like pancakes? Yes. Not my favorite, but yes. Do you like waffles? Of course. Do you like French? Way better okay. than pancakes. Okay. I, I don't even know what to do there. French toast. <laughs> yes. Breakfast burrito. Eh, 
You don't nah. like the breakfast burrito? Oh my god. Okay. Uh, croissants. It, 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 it's the tortilla thing again. Remember we we had yeah. that conversation. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. Uh, croissants. Yes. Muffins. Yes. Uh, yogurt. Nah. Cereal. Yeah. Steak and eggs. Of course. English muffins. Yes. Hash browns. Yes. Omelets. Yes. Oatmeal. How long is this list? That's it. Yes. Oatmeal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, um, we just rattled off almost 20 different foods, not including. And I like 19 of them. So it's pretty good. Breakfast burritos, pancakes, and uh, yogurt apparently are not Brad's thing. <laughs> but, right. uh, but man, yeah, we forgot hash browns. I mean, there's so many things. Oh, that, hash like, browns are great. Hash browns are fantastic. Actually, one of the things that I've stumbled onto recently is Trader Joe's has frozen hash browns that are kind of they're the same shape as like the McDonald's hash brown. Oh yeah. Um, so that's that's you really good. In the if air you're fryer. Some, uh, I need to throw them in the air fryer. Usually, I just fry them up on the stove. But uh, they're good, man. They're good. Yeah. You you know what a breakfast restaurant I I really like Waffle House. Yeah, I, I, I that's that's a special treat them. for me and the kids. Um, if if we're not with my wife one morning, we uh we, we'll go maybe two or three times a year to a Waffle House, and they love it. Like it's one of their favorite places in the world to go. Oh yeah, for, my kids too. There's, but like there's something about it, man. There's something about there that dingy old diner that uh, the kids just really enjoy. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I I don't like Denny's. I don't like IHOP. I don't like Bob Evans. I don't like a lot of the the breakfast restaurants. Yeah. But my guilty pleasure, and, and I think it's because they have like fresh eggs. They, you know, it's cheap, but you can tell they actually use like decent ingredients. And uh, they cook it right there in front of you. Their waffles yeah. are really good. Their omelets are good. You know, it's just, I don't know. I, I like Waffle House. And and I, I don't care if I get flack for it because it's good. Now, I but, did once order a steak at a Waffle House. That was a mistake. So yeah. <laughs> if you go I to should. Waffle House, do not order. It was really, so it was a Waffle House down in Bloomington. And they had like a, a three page menu, which you don't usually see at a waffle house. It's no. usually the standard. And so I was like, wait, these guys have dinner options. I've, I've got to order this and just see what they bring out. And it was, uh, it, it was, it was pretty awful. I think as, so it was not Wagyu time. from, uh, from jungle gyms. <laughs> it's what you're it saying. Was not. They, uh, they buy from the same butcher that, uh, uh, I think the, uh, Ponderosas of the world, uh, buy from. So, not not a great steak, man. Not a great steak. So Golden Corral level is what yes, you're telling me. Yes, Golden Corral level. I'm not even sure what cut it was, but it was overcooked and uh, not delicious. Now, I know that you are a person that goes to Dollar Tree. Have you ever seen yes. their dollar steaks? I do not buy food at Dollar Tree outside of the snack section. So... I think that's probably the quality that you got at the Waffle House is that Dollar Tree dollar steak. I do think, though, Jake, this could be a fun challenge. We both buy a dollar steak and see who can prepare it the best 
and have okay. someone judge and see which one turns out better. I think that'd be a fun challenge. Okay, we're going to have to get an impartial judge, which is going to be hard, but but yeah, I, I, I work. Yeah, let's let's give it a shot. It it can be a blind taste test. They won't know whose is whose. Okay. Oh, that's that's fair. It's good, yeah. good thinking, Brad. Thanks. But <laughs> yeah. um <laughs> Yeah, I I've not had the steak at Waffle House. I will not have the steak at Waffle House, but the yeah, things I do, do have at Waffle House <laughs> are good and uh yeah man i i feel like we've we've knocked this topic out like i'm really kind of regretting not i mean like i feel like i should have had croissants on there chocolate chip muffins jeff he's gonna make a change to his list i'm not making it this is jeff i'm not gonna do it but uh (laughs) there's just so many good breakfast foods man breakfast tacos we forgot breakfast tacos yeah yeah you don't like breakfast tacos do you well, I mean, you know, they're in a tortilla. So, um, and at this point, I'm just taking a hard line stance against tortillas. I, I've got nothing against them outside of I definitely prefer a taco over a burrito, which evidently was controversial to you. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, a breakfast taco is fine. It, it's fine. Okay. That's I'm fine. I'm not going to say That's I fair. love it. I don't hate it. I would eat it if you put one on my plate. Um, I've made them for myself, so I can't really say that, you know, I hate them, but, uh, but yeah, man, I mean, there are a ton of breakfast items that I'm sure that we left out that we'll get plenty of feedback on. Granola. I I love granola. Okay. Okay. That's my wife's go-to breakfast is yogurt with granola. granola. Man, granola is so good. Okay. Let's. I could keep talking about this all day. We'll, we'll never end the, the episode if, <laughs> if we keep talking breakfast food. So let's let's move forward to our local spotlight. Back home again in Yeah, so Jake, this week my local spotlight, I I gotta come clean and say I've not been eating as much local food over the past few weeks as as I wish I had. Uh, part of the challenge is there's just really no local spots near my office, and so I've been going out for pretty quick lunches. But I uh, I almost this this I get that this isn't local, but there's a uh, a Chewy's near my office, and I almost. Sp- and got Chewy's on Friday afternoon for lunch because we're getting one here on the south side and I'm pretty excited to try it. I've never had it. But I digress. My local spotlight of the week went to the Ordinary uh, for the first time, the New Bethel Ordinary down on the southeast side. I had uh, I'd never eaten there before, had heard really great things, um, and, uh, and it was good, man. It was, it was really good. I liked the, I really liked the environment. So you had to g- walk in, of course, to pick up your pizza and having never been inside there, I didn't really understand that it was more than just pizza. They've got burgers and, and wings and things like that too. But that's a spot that I definitely want to check out once the quarantine is totally lifted and go and dine in and, uh, you know, experiment experiment with some of their other food options. Uh, I will say they don't have my favorite breadsticks. Um, they've got kind of that, uh, it, and this is going to sound like I'm bashing them. I'm really not. It, it was a great pizza, but, uh, it kind of reminds me of the, the breadsticks that they used to serve 
uh, at school lunch, like school cafeterias at lunch. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like the, uh, they seem like they come frozen. I'm sure they don't, but uh, with just a little bit of garlic on top. Uh, but the pizza was was really, really great. Um, you know, for me, it had uh, a little bit more cheese. I, I think next time I'll probably order light cheese. But you could tell the the uh, this this might sound weird too, but the pepperonis were actually really good. Um, you could tell they're they're using some higher quality uh, ingredients there with the toppings. The cheese was good. the The sauce was great. It wasn't just out of a can. You could tell that they've uh, you know been creating, mixing it up, and creating their own sauce. And uh, and the crust was great. Nice little snap to the crust. So uh, overall, great pizza. I'll definitely order it again. A bit pricey. As far as pizzas go, but if you're on the southeast side of town, you want to mix it up. Got to recommend the New Bethel Ordinary. It's uh, it's great. You'll really enjoy it. So that's my local spotlight of the week. Yeah, I've I've had the pizza there. I've had some wings. I've had some other kind of menu items, and it's yeah, it's always constantly good. And I, I definitely agree with you. You can tell that there's uh, good quality ingredients that are used, and gotta disagree man on the fact that i don't know if you can have too much cheese on a pizza and i could i could be in the minority on this one but like load load me up with cheese like that is well yeah so here's here's where i'm at on that and the problem with the cheese was that first bite the cheese was so thick that you didn't bite through it and then you just pulled all the cheese off the rest of your slice so that's where the cheese you get too much and i did and it was great but that's where the cheese can get in the way is when it's too thick to bite through and then you uh, de-cheese the rest of your slice of pizza. But I guess if you're eating with a fork and knife because you're civilized or whatever, then you wouldn't have that problem. But that was the only only downside, only drawback to me. But again, I would definitely go back, maybe just order light cheese or whatever. And, and outside of that, it was perfect. It was great. So I'm going to go with... My local spotlight is since it is a breakfast episode and I've already talked about it on this episode, but love handle in terms of just awesome breakfasts that they have Their their waffles are great. Their, you know, biscuits and gravy are great, but that breakfast sandwich, man, I'm, I still think about it. Like I, I need to go, I, I need you to go and experience it with me because yeah, I want to. I want to go back. I don't know if it's just like I haven't had good food in a while or like it was actually that delicious. So (laughs) anyway, shout out to Love Handle. Just doing awesome stuff. Awesome, unique, interesting stuff here in Indy. And uh, I I hope they make it through the quarantine and the shutdown. And um, and it's ready to start slinging the B&Gs. When, uh, when everything opens back up. So shout out to them. I, I think they're an awesome, awesome restaurant that uh, doesn't, doesn't get enough uh, love and respect here locally. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Great choice. Um, if you guys have any feedback, any places that you would like to uh, like us to try or like us to spotlight, you can always send your feedback to us at uh, our email at uncrediblepod at gmail.com. Also, you can reach out to us and interact on Instagram at uncredible underscore pod. Uh, we'll, we typically post um, some 
polls and things like that, comparing our lists uh, throughout the week. So we'd love to see you guys engaging there. Let us know what you like about the new season. If you have suggestions for new um, bits or segments that you'd like us to try, we're we're all ears. And uh, Jake, if your conscience is clear, I think that's going to wrap it up for us this week on the Uncredible Podcast. Anything else you want to add before we sign off? Nope, Brad. I, I am just tickled pink. <laughs> that that we've talked. I'm glad that you added that. Yeah, for sure, hundred percent. Well, on. in that case, we will end on this very positive <laughs> note, and we'll see Sick you next week, man. on the Uncredible Podcast. <laughs>